Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Good afternoon. I'm Deborah Longley. I'm the Student Programs Manager with Military Child Education Coalition. And I want to start out by saying thank you to HEB for making this podcast possible. HEB makes it a priority to get involved and make a difference in the lives of friends and neighbors. We appreciate its company-wide support, and we especially appreciate that they go out of their way to honor the brave men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces. And we thank you so much, HEB, for ensuring this Then and Now podcast happens and we can recognize our great students. Hello, I'm Deborah Longley, and I am here with the MSEC for the Sake of the Child podcast, and we are continuing our series then and now. We have Bailey Shaw, a former S2S student from Colorado Springs, and we're going to interview her about what S2S taught her and how she's using it. We also have Tracy Brown, our S2S training coordinator here with us, and we'll be asking Bailey questions and just catching up with Bailey on her journey from um, S2S to her college experience. So welcome, Bailey. How are you doing? I'm really good. How are you guys? We're good. It's really good to see you and chat with you. Um, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I um, grew up a military brat and my dad was in the army and he actually retired from the army the same year that I graduated high school. So we're actually both here at Arizona State University now. Um, I was born in Louisiana, moved about seven times. I think Arizona is the seventh place I've lived but spent all of my high school career in Falcon, Colorado at Falcon High School with the S2S program there. And that's where I was introduced to S2S and the MSEC. And now I'm a sophomore year student at, um, at Arizona State University and I'm studying elementary education. Well, tell me a little bit about your S2S journey and what roles you played in high school. Yeah, so I was introduced to S2S just by one of my good friends. He just simply shoved the application paper into my face, and so I applied and then used my experiences as a military kid um, moving around to get into the group, and I was approached by Mr. Morris, the um, S2S advisor at Falcon High School, after I submitted my application, and he asked me to become a core leader for the group. I really had no idea what the group even was, but he asked me if I wanted to be more involved than just a regular member. And I said yes, because I had felt such a strong connection to the group to begin with, um, with my experience as a military child. So I just kind of hopped right in there and learned from there and then grew as a core leader in the group. I was a core lead from, let's see, sophomore year to junior year, and then served as kind of a senior um, core leader senior year and kind of oversaw the core leads. 
Well, for our, our audience who isn't familiar with S2S, when you hopped in and started working in S2S, can you tell us what you learned and what S2S is all about? Yeah, absolutely. So S2S um, at Falcon High School, at least it looks a little bit different for all the high schools, but when new and transitioning students come to Falcon High School, they're paired up with a S2S member and that person just kind of takes them around the school, gives them a tour, walks them through their first couple of days of classes and just helps them adjust and helps them transition. So I learned how to do that as I joined S2S and I also took part in helping plan and run some of the events we did. So we did a lot of things called mix it ups, which are lunch events that get um, students really up and moving and participating and engaging with one another. So that was fun. And then we also do some other new student orientation events just to help new students feel welcomed to the school as well. So in joining S2S, I helped um, lead and guide and plan some of those things. Well, do you have any stories about a transitioning student that you made an impact on? Hmm. That's a good question. Let me think about that for a minute. I guess one of my first students that I was given to take around the school, I actually became good friends with her and her sister was actually in my grade. So I had was paired with a student that was one year older than me and um, ended up meeting her sister and then I guess kind of got her involved in the entire like friend group that we had. So it ended up being that I knew those two girls when they first came. And then years later, we were in the same kind of friend group on graduation day. So it was interesting just to see that person kind of like grow up in the couple of years that I knew her and then just see how she fit into the school, I guess, like who she made connections with. And I was connected to those people. So it was just interesting to see this person like come into school on the first day super nervous and scared and then just see them adjust and um, to be a part of that adjustment is really rewarding I guess and then um, on graduation day being able to see her was super fun too just because you witnessed that whole entire process. Well in your opinion Bailey what does a new student need most their first day of school? I remember um, when you asked me that question I think about my first day of school um, when I moved to Colorado in seventh grade absolutely horrifying. Everything that could have possibly gone wrong for a new student went wrong for me. I spent the first probably 20 minutes of the day after the bell rang looking for my classroom. Um, I had no one there to guide me through where everything was, where do I sit at lunch and all that good stuff. So on the first day, I would say a new student really needs, first of all, to know where they're going and to have somebody to show them. Because you can take a new student through a tour of the school and then just let them do their schedule on their own but being able to like pick up and drop them off to all of their individual classes and just walk them through their entire day is such a different and much more helpful experience so I think that's probably number one number two is that lunchroom oh my gosh that is the most intimidating thing in the world for new students and I remember just finding a random seat in the lunchroom um, my first day of seventh grade and then having a group of girls who had already been friends just sit right next to me and they I mean they talked to me they were like oh what's your name are you new and I mean still that's such a weird situation to be in and you're just kind of like hi like I know that I'm weird and I'm sitting with your friend group and you don't know me it's a really awkward um, encounter so having somebody to take you and sit with you in the lunchroom and have you introduce them to your friends is such a different experience too and then just knowing I think that there's somebody there for you 
the next day. Cause I mean, at Falcon high school, at least we took them through the first two or three days since we had a block schedule and then a different schedule every Friday. So having somebody that was there for you for that three days. And by that time, you're probably going to have known some people in your classes um, and all that good stuff. So just really guiding them through the first couple of days and being that person that they know they can rely on, I think is really what new students need. I love that being that person that they know they can rely on. That's a great mission for all our S2S teams to take hold. I'm going to have to make sure they all know that. You had uh, mentioned mix it ups. Tell us a little bit more about mix it ups and describe a typical mix it up. Yeah, so mix it ups were a fun thing to do. We usually based it on a holiday. So if it was around October time, we do a Halloween mix it up or a Valentine's Day mix it up, or sometimes we do like a winter theme towards December. So we took that kind of theme and we ran with some different games. And so we would usually have someone on the mic up on the little stage we had in our lunchroom walking through games, asking for volunteers. We would have different stations set up um, throughout the room um, with other activities and things like that. We would do voting. I know we did that month of the military child, mix it up. That was our biggest one usually during um, April. Um, and in that we would invite all of the different military branches recruiters from around the area in Colorado Springs um, to come. And some of them, would, they would bring pull-up bars, they would bring, um, Sometimes they brought like bouncy houses, little things, or like a big truck that had something really cool to go into. So that was really fun. It was just a way to, I guess, spread what S2S was about and then just engage all of these different kinds of students. So we always encouraged our S2S members running the event to go to different tables. Don't just go to the people you know um, and get volunteers to participate in the activities and just share what S2S was about. In the month of the military child mix it up was always the biggest deal because that was when we really got to showcase what S2S is with regards to the military child and how we focus on the military family aspect of it, not just new students. And we also made a point to if somebody had a new student um, that day, one of our members was partnered with the new student that day, um, make sure you encourage them to participate. And it was just a way to engage the whole school with the new students and with the military branches and things like that. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Did you get a lot of good feedback regarding the mix it ups? Yeah, we did. Um, some of them had some, you know, lower participation. It was high school, so not everybody wants to get up during their one break of the day. But it was really fun, especially as S2S members, we always encouraged our members to recruit members that they knew that they thought would be good. And so we ended up, especially towards like the end of my time with S2S, we ended up with this super awesome group of a lot of different people that we all knew were going to put in that work to make it super engaging. And they were excited about what they were doing. So we really just ended up with a, a group of really cool people that a lot of like the, the other members like of our school knew. And so that made it even more engaging, I guess, um, and really just encouraged people to get off their feet during lunchtime and go do something cool that's different. Um, so some mix-it-ups were better than others. That's just how it is in high school. But we definitely ended up making them better and better and better as we kept going. When you were speaking of high school, you know, Bailey was very instrumental in the collaboration between S2S programs at the high school level, the middle school level, and the elementary level at Falcon High School, or in Falcon School District all together. Bailey, could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. That was probably one of my favorite projects I took on when I was in S2S in high school. So 
I realized that there was so many schools in our um, district. Well, there wasn't necessarily a lot of schools in our district with high school level S2S, but there was a couple that had elementary S2S, which was something I didn't even know was a thing until like my junior year. After talking with our advisor, Mr. Morris, I really wanted to, and I had always wanted to be a teacher that, I mean, I'm studying elementary education right now. So knowing that there was an elementary level program that did this similar things to the high school S2S program was super awesome to hear. And I was like, well, why don't the high school students mentor and work with the elementary students to just make them, make those elementary students know and understand and appreciate all that S2S does and how it has those impacts in high school, not just in elementary school, and how they have a way to like, I guess, continue through the program and it won't just end after the school year. Like there's places for you to go, there's people for you to meet and there's impacts for you to make. Um, and I just really wanted to encourage that in those elementary students. So I reached out to those sponsors and advisors in the community in Colorado Springs and was able to set it up so that we would have meetings, I think, every month or so we would go to, we would do elementary school visits. So a group of us high schoolers would travel to, it was like 15, 20 minutes away from us um, was a different elementary school and we would plan fun leadership activities, icebreaker games and things like that to do with the little kids. And then we also tried to incorporate like leadership lessons into those things. Um, you know, we fostered like discussions and all that good stuff about the impact S2S can make and about leadership. We focused a lot on the core values of S2S and all that good stuff. So it was super fun. Sounds like a really great program that you started. And I know we have told so many people about the model that you have, you implemented and it has grown beyond Colorado Springs. And we were even talking about it today on how it would work in Alabama. So thank you for taking that leadership role and making it happen for many elementary schools around the country. So speaking of leadership roles, you attended Francis Hesselbein Student Leadership Program. Tell us a little bit about your experience. Oh my gosh, I credit Francis Hesselbein Leadership Program for everything that I became in S2S. I went to Hesselbein, I think the end of my sophomore year. So it was right after I had joined um, S2S. I joined at the beginning of my sophomore year, was a core leader in my program, but didn't quite catch on, I guess, to the real impact that S2S can make and what it really meant until I went to Hesselbein and I interacted with those people that um, came from all over the country, all over the world even. And just, they, we all had this like similar mindset. We were so passionate about um, making transitions better for military students. We were so passionate about like serving our community um, and being those real, I guess, advocates for military families in our communities. And I, I guess it was Hesselbein that made me realize how awesome that really is and just how impactful that can be in communities. So yeah, I think that I, I left for Hesselbein, went to the Air Force Academy for a week or so, and then came back with this new excitement and this new drive to like, yes, let's make um, the Falcon High School S2S program so much better. It can be amazing. And so meeting those people, and I'm still in contact with some of them today um, that I went to Hesselbein with a couple of years ago, just really, I guess, expanded my horizon on what MSEC and S2S just is. It was an amazing experience. And I seriously credit all of my, my leadership skills that I got from there for all of my successes in S2S and beyond. That's an amazing testimony. Do you have any lessons that stood out to you? How you can foster 
the passion that you have into the group that you represent at your school. So we were all from different high schools um, around the country and around the world. And we were all able to work with those Air Force Academy cadets and figure out how we can really like show our members and the people that we're leading the passion that they need to have and the importance of our group and the, and the impact that they can make. So that was a really big takeaway for me was that this is such a bigger deal than a lot of the members in S2S even know. And so just to show, um, go back home to your high school and show all of the members really what S2S is and the impact it can make um, was definitely one of my biggest takeaways. And we also did a bunch of really fun team building activities and we got to interact with each other and interact with the cadets um, at the Air Force Academy. And that was amazing too, um, just showed what you can really achieve as a team that's driven towards the same mission, towards the same passion. So that was another big takeaway for me. So that was a lot of then. Tell us about now and how you're using those skills you learned at Francis Hesselbein and the skills that you learned in S2S to make a difference at Arizona State. Yeah, um, so I'm studying elementary education. In all of my classes, I find connections towards what S2S taught me, especially in my education classes. I'm just learning how and it's that same kind of connection, I guess, with Francis Hasselbein Leadership Program and how everybody there was so passionate about military children and supporting them. It's the same thing in my education classes here at ASU. Everybody's so passionate about supporting kids in the best way that they can and teaching them in the best way that they can, which is amazing. And I've also um, just started a new job here at ASU. I started it in March. So I've been in it for a couple months now. It's called a Student Innovation Analyst in the Office of Applied Innovation at ASU. So that office sits kind of under the big umbrella of the Office of the President of the University. So we get to work a lot with ASU's partnerships. ASU has a very strong mission in being socially embedded in our community, like surrounding us. And we hold like fundamental responsibility is what it says in our charter um, for the surrounding community. And so my position, I get to do the background research and the background just information gathering that really comes from, or that really helps build those partnerships in our community. And so in my job, I'm also given around 20% of my time to work on my own, what they call mentored projects. And so I'm passionate about education, elementary education, early childhood literacy are all things that I've been focusing on. And so I'm given the freedom and the space to just take those topics, do the research and think, well, what would it look like if we did this with ASU and partnered with this school district or partnered with this nonprofit? So anyway, my lessons from S2S have really helped me with that position. And I even thought just um, the other week, I reached out to Ms. Tracy Brown here and said, what S2S programs exist in the Arizona region? I mean, I moved here from Colorado. I don't know anything about the education space in Arizona. And so she sent me a list of schools and I really really want to use my job and my time on my mentor projects to kind of reach out to those schools and see what I can do to support them. And I guess just share the impact that S2S made to me. So yeah, I'm not quite sure what that looks like yet, but that's really where I'm headed. I really wanted to focus on the Military Child Education Coalition and bringing that idea to my work here at ASU. So. Well, I am glad that you're thinking of us because um, you could take those lessons and keep moving forward, impacting more and more people. That's an incredible goal that you have. Is there a way that we could help you with that goal? Of course. Um, I guess some help would be just in, I guess, sharing those 
that network of people here um, in my general area that are involved in MSEC, S2S, um, the individual schools, and all of that good stuff. Well, I'm also in a program here at ASU called the Next Generation Service Corps, and that's it's a scholarship program, but you take classes for it. And so with that, I will graduate May of 2023 with a certificate in cross-sector leadership. Anyway, so in those classes, I'm able to interact with and meet and understand different nonprofits, public sector organizations, and private organizations around the Phoenix area. And so in that, I've been, I've had the chance to see some other nonprofits like MSEC that do a lot of work with veterans and military families and all that stuff. So I've been able to kind of make those connections in my head. Um, I haven't really done anything on paper yet. I'm hoping to establish some kind of partnerships with MSEC and ASU or my office or just me and um, the S2S programs around here. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I love that idea. I, it just really does my heart good to know that you're not just stopping where you are and move, you're moving forward. Mm-hmm. Tracy, do you have any questions for Bailey? You know, I'm really looking forward to working with her and figuring out how we can partner MSEC student programs along with Arizona and Arizona State University. And um, it, it, for everybody else to know, Bailey also recruited her sister Zoe, who is a senior this year, and her brother Jackson, who is a junior this year at Falcon High School. So um, they are also members of our S2S program. And Zoe did go with us to um, Francis Hasselbein as well. <laughs> so I just thought that was interesting, all in the family, S2S. <laughs> I love it that it's all in the family. Yeah. So we are a podcast about stories. Do you have a story that you'd like to close out this podcast and share with our audience? Well, I guess I can speak on how being an S2S and using my experience as a military child helped me in my transition to college. I remember being super scared right before I left and graduated high school and just, I was, you know, buying everything to start school and move into a dorm on the next year. And I thought to myself, like, well, I had lived in Colorado for, Colorado is the longest place I had ever lived in my life. I was there for about five years before moving to Arizona for school. And so right before I was leaving for Arizona, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, it's been so long since I've moved. I don't know if I'm good at this anymore. Like, I don't know how to meet people, talk to new people and make new friends. So anyway, I was able to draw on my, I guess, student to student experience and use how I learned how to interact with new people um, every day when new students would come to Falcon High School. And I used that and my experience as a military child to just, I told myself, you know, I can do it. I've done it before. I've moved. I've helped other people move. So just having that experience with S2S and MSEC and um, Hasselbein, just really, it helps you in college because college is such a new experience. You're in this new city, new campus, new place, like million buildings compared to your tiny little high school building. But just being able to navigate it, being able to make connections with people was just so helpful for me. And I learned all of that through student to student in the MSEC and Hustlevine. So that's probably my biggest impactful story for me. Well, thank you for sharing that. Do you have anything else you'd like to say before we say goodbye? I guess I just want to say a huge, huge thank you to everybody, I guess, who supported me through my S2S journey. That includes 
um, Mr. Morris, who's not at Falcon High School anymore, but at Widefield High School in Colorado and has started um, an S2S program there. Ms. Tracy and Ms. Longley, who um, accepted me into the Hesselbein program and allowed me to join them and learn and go through that super amazing journey that impacted me so much. And yeah, just a huge shout out and thank you, thank you, thank you to the S2S program for being so impactful in my life. And I, I hope that it only grows bigger and bigger and bigger to impact more students like me. Thank you. You have made an impact on us and we need to thank you for sharing your story and your leadership skills with us. You make it a pleasure to work with S2S students. So thanks. Thank you. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast for the sake of the child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.